0: Hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Good morning and welcome to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. I'm Tony Landry along with Ricky Watkins. Morning, Rick. Good morning, Tony. Anyway, for our weekly hunting and fishing show, welcome to Kane Radio, FM uh, dial 107.5 and AM 1240. And as always, the purpose of this show is to keep our listeners updated with the fishing and the hunting in the area along with uh, Louisiana and stories around the USA and the world. And uh, each Friday, Rick, these are the people... That are responsible for us being here. You're right, Tony.
1: We've got to thank our sponsors Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Home Run Pizza, and Raging Cajun Seasonings and Foods.
0: And if you'd like to give us a call, of course, the number, uh, or dial that area code 337, and the number's 367 1240. You can listen to us online at www.kane1240.com, anywhere in the world. And if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa, playing Kane 1240. You can uh, pick up the show on any accessible Internet device. We're live here at the studios of uh, one, at 107 West Main Street here in uh, downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is open. And with that, uh, freshwater, saltwater fishing, what you hearing, Rick? Tony, I, I don't know about you, but I haven't
1: heard too much. We'll cover saltwater first about saltwater, the way the winds have been blowing, you know, and we're getting rain and... Uh, I see the basin starting to come up, so that to me that's going to kind of slow down the saltwater. I may be wrong. I don't. You heard anything about saltwater? No, really? not
0: really. I haven't taken a trip out there lately uh, yeah. to see what was going on, uh, I'm sure. Of course, I've got to remind folks about the new limits with speckled trout. Yeah. Uh, you know, that comes into play, too. Of course, right. you know, 25 to 15, that's still from 50 fillets to 30. It's yeah. still a lot of fish.
1: Now, on the freshwater side, Tony, I, I got a little report of the, the small lake right outside of uh, – St. Martinville is uh, Lake Martin. They've been catching a few soccer lake. Of course, like I said, it's, it's a smaller lake, so you may have a little company, but they've been catching a few over there. And, and Toledo, the,
0: company, the company's going to be the alligators. Well, the <laughs> alligators,
1: too, and then you'll you have a boat close to you. So, I mean, it, you know, it is what it is. But uh, Toledo Bend's still kicking. My buddies are still catching uh lake, And they got a big gig fixing to go to Toledo Bend. We'll talk about that later. And myself, I've only did a little pond fishing just off the bank but uh our pond was like eight feet low eight foot low and it's it's starting to come up with the rains thank god you know because uh like i said we've had that pond for almost 30 years that's the lowest i've ever seen it yeah really? uh, yeah i got almost a, a 26 28 foot boat and it was sticking like eight foot out the water you know well and, uh,
0: uh, with even the drought we had this past summer ooh. added to that
1: yeah that's right i mean it was it was very very low tony i mean i i've never seen it's like you know you see something and it's like man this is not not real you know but when you take a uh, you know a pond and you drop it down eight feet that's that's a lot of water but she she's filling back up and uh we've been catching a few out there but rather than that tony on the fishing side it's uh you know it's just that time of year the weather and uh if you can catch a good day but uh you know we're starting to i don't know how much rain we'll have coming up but you know uh with the basin coming up like i said it's uh it's going to start to get tough a little for
0: a little while, you know well, with that too, Rick uh coast with your pond that the depth of that pond that with its natural stages probably is what thirty feet close to thirty yeah. yeah, and with that course in that water, you know uh the deeper those fish go with the current uh, right. weather conditions you know right. with the closer. They'll go deeper and deeper. That's and, right. Uh, but right now, Rick, if you, if uh, s- I know you uh, stay away from the lakes right now because of the duck hunters and all, but, right. uh, yeah, I- I'm sure they got a few people that head out there to fish, you yeah, know, they, they in they probably, that Yeah. They
1: probably fish in, uh, you know, the, the big dog leg. Uh, I haven't heard, but a couple of my buddies, they like to fish that. And, uh, the soccer should be, uh, kicking up in the big dog leg pretty soon. They're in the little dog leg, sunset bayou, uh, the honey hole, places like that, uh, and then along the bar pits too. Uh, But like I said, right now I kind of stay away from the lake, Tony, you know, out out of respect for the duck hunters because where I like to fish, they have a lot of duck blinds. So,
0: Anyway, Rick, uh, with that, uh, what would you advise people right now if they want to go out fishing (coughs) uh, for whatever be, Bath or Socle or whatever, what what would you uh, entertain them with, what uh, to look for, what to throw? Well,
1: if you was uh, doing some pond fishing, and I got a friend of mine, he he fishes a lot of the ponds off the four-lane, He's been catching on a baby brush hog, Tony. It's called uh, cotton candy. All right, and it's it's like a, a a color has a lot of different colors in it. So I guess it's like the flakes that the fish, like I said, bass are partial to greens, light greens and dark greens, you know. But he's been catching on cotton candy, just rigged uh, rigged Texas style. Well,
0: and with this cold weather too, uh, they're going to be uh, yeah. not as aggressive. Right, as, and uh, it's it's
1: like a four and a half
0: uh four or four and a half inch bait yeah okay all right so uh you throw that now with uh regards to sockele a little different fish in there huh sockele are fixing to move up real
1: shallow so they're going to be looking to spawn it won't be long although in toledo being there catching them still now there's cold front coming through tony oh it's going to be cold brother you can say cold front it's like an arctic blast yeah so that's that's going to back everything up a little bit so Yep. Yeah,
0: remind people. Uh, make sure you, you know, you got some antifreeze in your cars. I did that and, yesterday. Yeah. And things of that nature, uh, just right. to prepare for this oh, freeze. Yeah. Make sure your heater's working well. And my only fear too uh, is maybe if the electric, the electricity would go out uh, yeah. in that regard. In uh, these kind of temperatures, of course, it's yeah. only supposed to last a couple of days. Right, uh, that blast yeah. is going to move on through. Yeah, and then uh, not necessarily warm up, but uh, get a little. Uh, Right. warmer as they say so well, we're gonna uh,
1: have like one one or two nights you know with a stretch you know i don't know how many hours it's gonna stay freezing but that's what you got to worry about
0: yeah protect your boat uh, there's a lot of things you can do uh oh, yeah. in that regard uh, to prepare for the yes, uh, weather sir. that's coming here in because yeah. uh, we're not area. used to that down here you know no, not at all they
1: say stick around 20 minutes the weather changes yeah.
0: true but usually don't get that cold tony boy you can know? you remember what was <laughs> two three years ago when oh, the yeah. temperatures got down in the teens oh i had some busted a good pants. while yeah. and uh just make sure you yeah, all do a faucets things of that nature coming yeah. up so and tony it's job. amazing
1: how that cold when it stays that cold for that long pvc pipe it'll, it'll make you it look like spaghetti but it just strings it up it's yeah, amazing how it breaks you know it's amazing yeah it's cold
0: anyway rick uh river stage at butler rose uh, as you can see as of six o'clock this morning it's right at about four feet so that's up a little bit over the previous few weeks and right. all and it's looking to move up close to six feet yeah and that's going to be towards the end of the month january 25th that's on uh you know predictions there uh we can't say how accurate it's going to be but usually pretty uh yeah they're, they're pretty much in tow with that so uh with that gonna see it move up past uh six foot sometime around the 20th of uh january right and um, uh, up above five feet excuse me now if and it'll
1: level out tony that that's not too bad and i could see it's kind of arch i don't know it may still be going up if it levels out for like a week or so that that'll be good but if it keeps climbing because what happens, you start pumping a lot of river water into these backwaters, which is muddy,
0: uh-huh. and that just messes up the fishing. So okay. it's,
1: it's hard, you know, I don't know if it's gonna keep going up or it's gonna
0: level off. All right, uh, with that course, of the Red Snapper uh, season's over. It won't begin until uh, Memorial Day uh, weekend. And of course, it'll go to Memorial, uh, I mean, Labor Day weekend that Monday at 5 o'clock. They usually shut it down. Never to get the final results. That, it's interesting to me because it uh, sets precedent on what we're going to see possibly for the coming year. We got uh, close,
1: what, 80,000?
0: Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, maybe even a little less than that. Less than that. Uh, but yeah. I haven't gotten the last uh, few weeks of numbers. So, right. uh, but the commissioner did shut it down uh, December 31st. He didn't have to shut it down earlier. So, But as of December 31st, uh, the red snapper season was over until – as I mentioned, Memorial, Memorial Day Day, Day. Yep. Yeah, that's right. So anyway, with that, also I finally found some dates uh, for, uh, around this area where they got dropped a rainbow trout. Okay. Uh, and it took place yesterday in Gerard Park and Fabaca Field over in Southside Park in Youngsville. Uh, the other ones closer to us, uh, Bayou Country Sports Park in Homa. They dropped also the I-10 Park in Jennings. Uh, they dropped the uh, rainbow trout, and like I said, I've never caught a rainbow trout. I don't haven't know, either, Tony. Don't know what I'd throw at him. Uh, of course, yeah. uh, or, you know, a lot of these fly rod fishermen uh, yeah, have these little bitty. Little uh, flies uh, and little, you know. little little small spinners, something shiny. Yeah, yeah. but it, the, to me, it's uh, fly right. fishing is in the brooks and the rivers that stream. That's right. Not real deep. Yeah. And uh, here you, they throw them in uh, ponds, yeah. you know, so. right. Well, that type of fish uh, yep. come about? Uh, um, Might have to I, throw a little different bait. Yeah, I'm yep. ignorant in that part uh, when it comes to uh, rainbow trout. No, it's just, it's, it'd be a different setup. Yeah, yep. true. You that's know, right. they also do the catfish, too. But yeah. they do it in, in ponds or lakes or whatever, all around the state. And yeah. uh, I know they drop some off, I think. One uh, out deep are those ponds. Uh, feet. Man, that's a good guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I have no, like, a few years ago, okay. softball. Know, years ago. Yeah,
1: because I never played, uh, fished those ponds. I don't know.
0: Yeah, so I couldn't tell you. Gerard Park, I'm a little familiar with. That pond's not really that deep. No. Uh, maybe eight foot, something gotta like that. it got to be deeper than Devil's Pond, though. Oh, are uh, there I mean, not Anyway, not, Yeah, well. I'd like to see us have some kind of pond with I know, yeah. wildlife and fisheries. with would dump yeah. fish into uh, Devil's Pond. I don't know if Devil's Pond is even. Uh, no, an I don't acre. think it's deep enough, yeah. and or an acre. Yeah, as yeah. kids, we used to play in it a lot. And, yeah. uh it may be what three, four the most. Yeah, and Curtis Landry come yell at us to get out the water. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and harass the ducks. Mr. Curtis, oh yeah, harass the ducks. And yeah, but you, you were basically these little sun perch yeah. uh, is oh, what yeah. you caught. out. first fish you ever caught was out of Devil's Pond back in the day. Yeah, fall and uh, speaking of cold weather, uh, years ago uh, uh, Devil's Pond froze. Froze over. And, uh, of course, that morning, all kind of people were playing on the ice in the big part of the pond. Woo-hoo. Later on that afternoon, a buddy of mine threw a coin out there, a pretty good-sized coin out there, and I went to go grab it. As soon as I grabbed it, I went through the went ice. through the ice. <laughs> oh. And uh, scrambled, uh, the dog paddling, get to shore, and ran <laughs> home, and hid my clothes in the closet so my mother couldn't find them. Yeah. Anyway, the rainbow <laughs> trout drop uh, is, uh, I want to say, uh, uh, taking place yesterday. Uh, I'm not sure how long it lasts. uh how many did they drop in there? I was looking for numbers this morning, couldn't find anything uh, with that. So I don't know if they dropped twenty-five. I uh, know that's what I was going to say. Fifty? You know, I have no idea. You think so they have it on the site? Maybe. I looked. That's what I was looking this morning. Oh, okay. I couldn't see uh, with yeah. that. Yeah, generally, they drop a uh, you know, hundred catfish. You yeah. know, but I guess catfish. And I'm, I'm not sure the sizes of these trout. I mean, don't expect a five pound trout. Maybe right. uh, you might see a pound trout yeah, or something. a Pound like and a nature. half. Yeah. yeah, something of that nature. You give the kid somebody a thrill. And remind you, you got to have a fishing license too. Oh yeah, don't go without a fishing license, nope. folks. I'm telling you, we will be the, checking. The yep. game warden's are going to be there. They're going to look about uh, all of that. So uh, remind you again about that. Anyway, uh, also uh, with that, um, the uh, um, they're going to have a big time uh, um, uh, fishing uh, tournament up in Toledo. Bend, Rick, and uh, you, as you know as well as I do, that. Uh, the Bass Pro Tour and the Bassmaster Elite Series uh, are giving Toledo Bend a chance to shine on national stage, too, uh, with that. And, you know, boy, how, how, how many big tournaments had in Toledo Bend mm-hmm. oh, back man. in the 70s? I yeah. mean, they, they were just left and right. And uh, it soon Toledo Ben's going to be in the spotlight, too, uh, the site of the first tournament. Uh, the two major fishing uh, organizations, top tier, the Bass pro bass uh, anglers in the major league uh fishing pro bass tour along with the bass masters elite uh of course in the mid 70s as i mentioned toledo bend was epic center of uh professional oh, yeah. bass fishing right. i mean uh it just uh and i don't know how many thousands of acres toledo bend is uh, with that and uh but with that the country stopped bass anglers moved to the region to themselves they moved they lived there yeah and people like uh tommy martin larry nelson who i fished with one day back in the 80s up in toledo bend larry nixon yeah yeah did pretty well with him too uh he was telling me that uh he uh and Harold allen they became legends of the sport and uh the bass fishing success should be prime time again as far as a pre-spawn and spawn catches are concerned And the mix with hydrilla beds in which are absent uh unexplained reason in right. the late 210s and all but came back strong for the second half of 2022 so yeah. Anyway, the best sticks in the country and several foreign countries uh, will wow them. And hopefully uh, this will be a big tournament up there, too, uh, with that, Rick. And uh, it's less than a month, uh, I want to say, uh, with that, some of the Louisiana and other fishermen around the uh, area, the six Louisiana-born bass anglers who have risen through the ranks, four of them still call Louisiana home. they Cliff Cajun, Baby Crochet, uh, Pierre Park, uh, Nick LeBrun from Bossier City, Gerald softener of uh gonzalez and justin cooper of zwali uh also th- they expect to be there a young dakota ebear listed uh, as a brooklyn uh, texas resident of course he was a native of watson louisiana which is up there around okay. baton rouge up in that area yep. it, uh, and uh, also the teenage he went to live oak high school so uh, it'll be, be the first of two major fishing uh, tournaments up there in the pro bass tour seasons in 2022 2023 he finished fourth and fifth so respectively uh angle of the year competition so uh should be a big uh, tournament up there too Rick uh yep. with that and uh one thing i like
1: Tony that I read uh, uh we went up there a couple years ago well right right 3 years ago and it was tough to find grass now the little bit of grass you found the fish were there now i like you know what they were saying the hydrilla came back strong on the texas side so you know like bug island and all that there would be a lot of fish caught right there it's uh, right off of uh, Highway 6 right there to the left. Yeah. You call that Bug Island. Yeah, it's, I'm familiar it's a, with that. A lot of hydrilla, you know, right before you hit the Texas side. So should be pretty interesting. Anyway, they, you, they'll catch some fish.
0: You know, it's less than a, uh, about a month, a little over a month away, and the anglers hammering until it'll Uh The qualifiers get on the uh, sprawling lake uh, shared by Louisiana and Texas on the 22nd of February through the 25th. And it's about as close as the height of the spawn as you can get, too. So we uh, which' Caleb Sumral, uh, who got it, uh, on the lake, uh, for a couple of years is among yep. the five Louisianians, uh, trying to, uh, get to that semifinal Saturday and the seven year pro bass anglers coming off his second straight season, which, uh, he failed to qualify for the bass master, but wishing him luck too, you know, uh, for Caleb, uh, with that, uh, hopefully, uh, he can have some success up there. And I figure he knows the area pretty well. Too, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Caleb. Yeah. Uh, with that Rick and, uh, with that, uh, big tournament up there. So, uh, Uh, Oh, the bass uh, open um, anglers caught more than 5,000 pounds of bass in three days, uh, including 24 limits, more than 20 pounds, a 9-pound class average. in that, so it's it's going to be interesting. Uh, good to see uh, Toledo Bend come oh, back to life yeah. too with the uh, yep. anglers uh, without uh, with uh, right. that up there in that big tournament. You're more familiar with it than I oh, am. Oh yeah, I
1: can't wait to see some of the weights come in, and I'm I'm looking for them to be uh, pre- pretty hefty.
0: Yeah, and it should be. And uh, right now, uh, I'm not sure. You know, boy, since the, the 70s, man, that area has just exploded too yeah. with people living up there, camps, homes. I mean, they got. They got camps up there. that – Oh, they got me and Donna camps. Oh, easily, I stayed at easily. one with
1: some some local guys from here. I mean, it's like this is not a camp, guys. That's you right. Know? My <laughs> you know, God, thinking, yeah. You know, anyway. all the
0: camps back in the day at Sipmore Point, yeah. even before the big construction, and me and a
1: guy standing outside, and he had a plane come around twice. Really, Bobby Abraham, <laughs> come and check on his
0: camp. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I knew a few people up there. I uh, had a camp uh, next to him yeah. uh, up there. And, uh, the, yeah. Toledo bit area. Yeah, and it's amazing. I said,
1: man, that plane. He said, oh, that's Bobby Abay. said, watch, he'll stay 20 minutes, then he'll leave. Sure enough.
0: <laughs> he went come check on his camp and he went back to New I'm, Orleans. I'm surprised yeah. he didn't come in, in a helicopter that would be able to land on the water, yeah. you know. Yeah. And had somebody uh, in a but boat. He had come a little, little seaplane. Oh, yeah. But uh, just, uh, just a great time up there with fishing. And, uh, oh, yeah. Toledo's. And I've been up there a few times and all. And of course, fishing with uh, Larry Nixon one, uh, one morning. Uh, had another New Iberia lad uh, pull up next to us, uh, didn't recognize him at first, and he recognized me and said, hey, Tony, how you doing, man? Yeah. He said, well, I'm catching a few. And, uh, and, and my experience with fishing uh, uh, freshwater was limited, and Larry said, don't worry. You throw this, you'll pull in bass after bass after bass. Yeah. And he was right, too. That. What year was morning. that, Tony? Oh, I was back in the mid-'80s. Eight, so mid-'80s, okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he uh, – <laughs> he, he uh, I was just catching bass, and my old buddy, I, I, his he will remem- uh, remain nameless, yeah. <laughs> who is not catching a thing. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, Tony, you never fished like this before. Wait, wait, where?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Larry said, keep quiet. Tony. But it's Let's who you're fishing with. You yeah, probably see. didn't recognize Larry. Huh? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, if he did or didn't, yeah. I didn't know. But right. uh, I'll tell you off the air who well, it was. You get a kick out of it. Oh, yeah. And you know him pretty well, too, yeah. uh, in the meantime. All right. Anyway, uh, so Toledo Bend, big tournament up there. Uh, we'll see uh, what takes place with that that anyway got a yeah. lot of hunting news to talk about we, after we come back from our break and uh that's being uh with the outline of the new hunting seasons and the migratory birds and the waterfowl and all and yep. uh talk a little bit about uh what's going on in hunting here around the state anyway uh you're listening to Kane radio's fishing and hunting show we'll be back with more right after this
2: Discover and Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning and and Cajun foods delicious line of seasoned dinners. Beans, black-eyed peas, roux, creole sauce, seasoning, rubs, and even sweet jalapeno relish and spicy pickles. and Cajun original recipes have been secretly crafted in the heart of Acadiana over the last 38 years. Ask for and Cajun at all your favorite grocery stores today. and Cajun, the original Cajun seasoning. Folks, ask them for that Rage and Cajun save all. A new
0: Carrier Heating and Air Conditioning System from Dahl's Heating and Cooling can save you money every month. Thanks to the newest line of Carrier energy-efficient technology products, you can lower your utility bill. Don't forget to ask about the cool cash savings through your local carrier dealer. Turn to the carrier experts at Dawes Heating and Cooling. Call Dan, you're my AC man today at 337-367-2511. That's 337-367-2511, license number
2: 6286. Locally owned and operated, Alamo Hydraulic serves the oil business on the national scene. Specializing in welding, grinding, and hard chrome plating, Alamo also does fabrication work on cylinders, valves, pumps, and motors of all brands. Located at 2712 West Admiral Doyle Drive, you can call Chris Williamson at 303-3799. That's Alamo Hydraulics, a proud sponsor of the Cane Fishing and Hunting Show. Everyone loves pizza and everyone loves a
0: home run. Put them together and you have home run pizza. And yes, right here in New Iberia, located at 3816 East Old Spanish Trail. It's New Iberia's newest takeout pizza. And delivery is available. Dough is made fresh each day and you get an assortment of toppings. Try the Grand Slam, the Double Play, or Mr. Meaty. They're all home runs at home run pizza. 256 5783. That's 256
2: 5783. Hi, this is Boxcar I'm inviting you to join me and PGA Golf professional Teddy Sliman for Chip Shots. Mondays from 5 to 6 p.m., we'll take an in-depth look at the local, state, and national golf scenes, and we invite you to chip in with your calls at 367-1240.
0: Chip Shots is sponsored by GolfBalls.com and our local golf
2: clubs, Eagle Ridge, Cane Row, and Sugar Oak. So let's make a tee time for 5 p.m. on Mondays for Chip Shots on Kane. Dream us live on Cane1240.com and catch the podcast the next day.
0: The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 1075 AM 1240 and streaming at Kane1240.com. Welcome back to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show here on a big Friday morning. Uh, Got a little drizzle outside right now, too, uh, with that uh, bringing on some of the, I think this pretty much the temperature right now is going to be the high for the day. Uh, Then it's going to head on down later on. Anyway, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries uh, handed out the proposed uh, twenty. 24, 20, 25, fishing and hunting seasons in that. And I was trying to line up some of that with regards to uh, last season and uh, with that. And uh, with that, of course, with deer, archery, and all the uh, hunters getting ready to get going and all. Uh, you know, it was a couple of years ago they uh, moved back the teal season. Uh, usually they'd open the teal season around the 1st of uh, September. Well, uh, now teal season usually runs uh, anywhere from uh, uh, about the middle of September. Uh, for the first few weeks there to get going and all. But uh, in the meantime, uh, they have each area broken out, Uh, you know, 1 through 10. There are 10 areas uh, which you can hunt in here in the state of Louisiana. Uh, With that, of course, uh, rabbits uh, statewide, uh, it begins uh, in October 5th. It goes to uh, February 28th on private lands only. Quail, uh, November 16th through February 28th. And, folks, this is the 2024-2025 season uh, statewide on private lands only. Squirrels, we'll talk a little bit about squirrels later on in the broadcast. But statewide, they're looking at uh, October 5th to the 28th. And, again, the second season of uh, May tw- 3rd to the uh, May 25th. That's in 2025, private lands only. Turkey seasons in Area A. Area B and Area C, uh, with that, uh, usually turkey season uh, kicks off in April and that, in spring. Be, huh? yep. Yeah, that'll be kicking off. Uh, you have an old buddy who passed away. He used to go turkey hunting. I mean, for thirty or thirty-five years. That's a and tough gig, bro. It it is, and every once in a while he'd get a bird. But uh, that's man. That like you said, just to find them, you know, and a very bright bird. You know, Benjamin Franklin wanted the turkey to be the the national bird. Yep. And, of course, they chose the bald eagle. But anyway, uh, with that, uh, elsewhere, uh, Area B, uh, all those dates uh, usually kick off uh, with uh, right at the beginning of April, the first week of April and goes into uh, most of them into May. Uh, some of them, uh, different areas are going to end in the end of, uh, and that's Area B, ends on the 27th next year. But that's a year away and all. So uh, a lot of time to look at that. But oh, yeah. uh, I do believe the proposed, proposed uh, 2024, 25 hunting uh, seasons, if you want to go to the uh, website of the Louisiana Department of Public Safety and look at those numbers and see those dates, that uh, with the different modern firearms, archery, uh, primitive firearms uh, with and without dogs uh right also the youth only and uh, honorably discharged veterans also and Tony uh,
1: I've seen where they got a new chairman or a commissioner or, they do so they're about to be changing a few routes just to say yeah that's right you know. that's right so they're uh, gonna have some changes coming
0: yeah and yeah. uh that is uh on uh some other uh info that's, okay but uh you're right uh they have a new uh new commissioner and uh, of course they meet uh i think they met yesterday uh this week about yeah uh, one day
1: this week yeah yep. with
0: that of course the new uh, chairman is a fellow by the name of brandon dequeer okay was he was elected to the chair of the commission through this year of course gene reynolds of doubly is a vice chairman with that so uh with that uh some changes and with the changes uh for 24 25 uh wild waterfowl hunters are waiting enough for the for the cold weather to grip on northern states so anyway we'll hope to see more ducks too this arctic air is gonna push them them, down. it's yeah. going to push some birds back uh, down along with the geese and winging their way so deer hunters in areas mm-hmm. remaining open are hopefully yeah. a second rutting uh, running period will move bucks into the range too so while rabbit and squirrel hunters wait for the deer seasons to close to get their dogs some work Jason small game, too. And,
1: Tony, yesterday I was outside my shop, went checked the mail, and they had two big flock of geese. I mean, they came in low. Really? So that where that cold weather's coming. When you yeah. see that, that tells you some cold weather's coming.
0: Anyway, the, some of the changes, duck hunters will continue to have the two split uh, seasons in our state, the east waterfowl zone and the west zone. Hunters getting three splits and yet another uh, long line of 60-day duck season. So goose hunters have the same, yet there are some changes. The major one involving the use of high-tech equipment, as we talked about that. proposed season comes to move with uh, to uh, prohibit the use of drones. You know that's not hunting. You know nah. you got a drone. Yeah. <laughs> you know uh, they call it unmanned aerial vehicles in uh, in the text to aid in the recovery of deer and bear that uh, are not mortally wounded. Of course, I don't know how they can say deer, bear mortally wounded. Bear season has not uh, allowed. I mean, what, 50 years, huh? Yeah, At least. talking yeah. about it uh, yeah. uh, with bear season, possibly uh, with that. But in the meantime, uh, uh, the state's proposal follows a federal ban on the use of drones to scout areas for wildlife goes hand-in-hand hand with a ban on the use of tracking dogs uh, used to find deer. To take deer during the still hunt only deer season, the use of tracking dogs is allowed only when a hunter is sure a deer is mortally wounded. Okay. So with that. Yep. Elsewhere, other changes involve the wildlife management areas for duck hunters who've uh, become accustomed to the daily waterfowl lottery on the Sherbourne Wildlife Management Area. Uh, the lottery will hand it out through the uh, agency's website. Of course, f- following flood control closures in 2024, turkey seasons on Sherburne and Richard Yancey, Wildlife Management Areas extends to 2025. And uh, with that, a proposed uh, uh, regulations or car permit for Bass Tournament to be held on Bussy Lake. But you can go to the website, the Wildlife and Fisheries, and look all that up and get um, more, uh, I guess, acclimated to what's going to take place in the seasons. Of course, yes, most duck hunting and deer hunting seasons, are getting ready to I'm about to wrap up. Yeah, just about uh, with that. So uh, they got some uh, minor changes in all, of course, with the zones and the doves along with ducks, coots, morganzas in the West Zone, geese, uh, geese and conservation order. So uh, you need to look at that, the rails and and all the snipe, teal, woodcock, a little different uh, movement on that. So it's all on the website. So uh, check that out. Don't uh, necessarily uh, uh, believe everything we say. We make mistakes, too. So uh, with that, when you check out the website, you can be certain about that. And occasionally they make an error. I see uh, amendments to certain things, especially with press releases and all with that regard anyway in the meantime rick we've got about uh, a few minutes uh of course i want to remind the folks about the uh three public hearings in january on the louisiana black bear hunting uh, notice of intent the first meeting january 16th uh, next tuesday at 6 p.m at the ag center in uh, saint joseph also uh, january 18th that's the thursday at 6 p.m. at the West Monroe Convention Center. I know I realize many people might uh, drive up there for that, but uh, somebody may be interested in bear hunting, Will. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the uh, next one in Delhi, uh, of course, all these bear seasons, notice of intent, if it does happen, take place, it's going to be up in north Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to see anything uh, south uh, no, I wouldn't in south think Louisiana. So. Yeah. But to go to the full notice of intent, you need to go to the Louisiana website under the uh, WL f.louisiana.gov slash resources slash category slash commission action items. So uh, it's out there to review, uh, and there you can even see where the program manager who's uh, overtaking this uh, is going to be uh, for that. So anyway, interesting. Yep. Anyway, before we close out in the next few minutes, I uh, saw this on, on uh, squirrel hunting. <clears throat> and yeah. uh they talk about yeah we all know that uh, oh it's big time in Ville Platte oh yeah come october the 1st uh, when the squirrels uh, the squirrel season opens up it's like the sugarcane festival down here they I shut mean, the town down they shut everything down in ville platte the adventure and parish area oh yeah even but, they even close the schools too oh, absolutely you're, you're right absolutely yeah that's how big it is and uh and Evangelion Parish, they don't have a, the first Friday in October. It's Squirrel Day, and the school board long ago decided it was pointless to have class yeah. <laughs> since most of the students and quite a few teachers they don't show up. That's right. We headed to camps in the woods for the squirrel season open opener. So the next thing they did, they just said, hey, we're shutting it down, Yeah, That's right. And, you know, it's, uh, the, as the rise of the deer uh, popularity of hunting came up, Rick, and you know as well as I do uh, 40, 50, 60 years ago, deer hunting was uh, all all right, yeah. you know. But, man, in the last uh, decade or two, it's really taken off here in the state of Louisiana. Well, The same thing uh, could be said uh, on squirrel hunting, too. Uh, I I know a lot of friends that used to go squirrel hunting in the Laureville area, and uh, they had that, and we'd Mm -hmm. have – I guess they prepare the biggest thing with squirrels, man. you got to get rid of those glands. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the bones, man, they're just tiny bones. So, uh, But I've eaten it uh, a few times, and uh, it's, it's not right. bad. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's just you got to fight the bones and make sure whoever cleans those squirrels does it right. Yep. And, you know, always to have a, a good dog, too, uh, with that. Oh, yeah. Uh, with sc- squirrel hunting, and uh, there are various different type dogs uh, you can bring in. uh uh with that and according to laws the training starts with squirrel's tail and you know they chase that squirrel's tail i've seen guys do mm-hmm. that with their dogs and uh get them to learn the scent of those squirrels and uh the, anyway the the dogs get involved in uh to have a good dog when you're uh deer uh squirrel hunting is important and i know uh i've seen guys uh bring back and i can't tell you honestly what's the limit on squirrels if they have one
1: Yeah, they have a limit. They do have a limit.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, these guys, and it's good to have good equipment and all with that and the capabilities of uh, squirrel hunting. And, uh, of course, squirrel hunting opened up uh, three months ago, and I think it ends sometime in the end of February. I think so. And then uh, they'll have another crack again in other areas on private lands too. So, uh, anyway, it's just interesting uh, squirrel hunting. Uh, We didn't talk much about that, but uh, a great sport. And uh, and if you like that uh, in a gumbo, uh, I've seen that done a lot too, mm-hmm. Rick, in that regard. So, uh, squirrel hunting in this area, uh, making a little comeback and all, but uh, boy, that's something you got to be real careful with. Yep. Uh, I've seen people use 22s, and yeah. man, those, the people don't realize how far those bullets Almost go. Almost a mile. That's right. And so, you got to be real careful. a long way. I know when I got my first 22 as a late teenager, and. Uh, i try to find big tree stumps that had fallen and shooting mm-hmm. into that because those bullets, I mean, uh, yep. they can hit somebody, like you said. That's right. Almost close to a mile away, so uh, do some damage too. Anyway, in the meantime, uh, the tides for uh, this weekend, today, Friday, the 12th of January. The sun rose at uh, 7.04. It's going to set at 5.28. We're getting a little more daylight in the evening. so uh, Inching up. Huh? That's right. In the high and low tide chart, we see the first high tide was 12.50 a.m. this morning. The next high tide will be at 6.36 p.m. tonight, or this evening. Elsewhere, the first low tide would be at 9.53 this morning, and the next low tide at 9.39 p.m. Tomorrow, Saturday, the 13th of uh, January, the sun's going to rise approximately the same time, 7.04. Sunset will be at 5.29. We gained another minute. In the high and low tide chart, we see that the first high tide will be at one fifty-nine a.m. The next high tide at 7.07 p.m. The first low tide Saturday will be at uh, 10.42 a.m. The next uh, low tide will be at 10.40 p.m. Saturday evening. Uh, elsewhere on Sunday, the 14th of January, sunrise at 7.03. We gain a minute there. Sunset at 5.30. We gained another minute there. Yep. In the high-low tide chart, we can see that the first high tide will be at, uh, I want to say, 3.15 a.m. The next high tide at 7.32 p.m. That's Sunday evening. The only low tide of the day will be at 11.31 a.m., and that's Sunday morning. Average water temperature in Southwest Pass of Vermilion Bay, uh, about 53 degrees, and that's kind of chilly, and I look forward maybe to drop yeah, even a little cooling. more than yeah. that um, <laughs> in the next uh, uh, few days. So, in the meantime, anyway, uh, Rick, uh, these are the fine people, uh, <laughs> the reason we're here each uh, Friday morning. You're right, Tony. Alamo
1: Hydraulics, Doors, Heating, and Cooling, Home Run Pizza, and Raging Cajun Seasonings and Food.
0: And our motto
1: is always, Kids that hunt fish, don't steal and dip.